Friends, as you hear this first scripture, look at what it says to us about how we are to be in these times, in this time. And what is at the root of our rejoicing? Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise the words of prophets, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. And may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do this. Holy wisdom, holy word. Thanks be to God. Now as we get ready to hear this gospel lesson, one of the things of wonderment that I find in this young girl was her own wisdom in seeking the wisdom of someone older. And as she is going through this time in her life, she remembers her relative who is also pregnant uh, from a miraculous kind of situation. And so then hear Mary's response to her relative Elizabeth. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of our Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be fulfillment of what was spoken by, to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the loneliness of his, spirit, of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. And holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. And Mary remained with her for about three months and then returned to her own home. This is God's word. One of my favorite books for many years was a book with the title, Be Joyful, It Beats Being Happy. And it always struck me a little odd, that, that statement, and, and until it really began to kind of search out the difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is that emotion that on occasion, you know, we chortle or we giggle or we smile. 
often something that's kind of contained within ourselves. I think there's a difference in joy because I think joy goes deeper for us. Joy, yes, can bring laughter and smiles, but there's something else that happens within us when we feel a sense of joy that is that much deeper. And there are times in our lives where joy can bring us to tears. I want to talk a little bit about Mary, and then Dorothy and I are going to sing this very simple piece for you. Sitting over here at first service was young Haley. Many of you know Haley. She's 15 years old, and 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 is as 15 as it comes, you know? And then I think of Cora, who is 14, and uh, yeah, we could have shown pictures of them this morning, but just to get our heads around, this is the age of what Mary was, 14 or 15 years old. And she was living in a time where she had her roles clearly defined without question. And there's no doubt but that at sunset on Friday or somehow during the day on Saturday, she would also go to synagogue. But women were not allowed to go into the synagogue. But what they would do is gather behind a screen so that they too could hear the lessons. And so can you just imagine Mary standing there outside and listening over and over again to the interpretation of the law and the stories around that and some of the Mishnah and some of the other ways that it was expressed so that it could be more understandable. And you could hear it or feel it going into her heart and somehow she found joy just in that. The other thing that would go on at that time is they would use a certain piece of the law, no doubt, to terrify the young girls in making sure that they were pure because the law stated that if they were to become pregnant without being married, the law clearly said that the consequence of that would be that the men and the elders of the community would be able to drag them literally outside of the gates of the town and stone them to death. That'd keep me pretty pure. But that was the time. And so here's Mary living this somewhat innocent kind of normal life. When according to the scriptures, something happened. And she was given a vision of an angel coming to her and saying, Blessed are you, young girl among women for the Holy Spirit will be coming upon you and you will be carrying the child of the most high. Now, wherever you stand on this is not the point. The point is that this young girl in her own lowliness, in her own normalness said, yes. And not only said, yes, but found a deep joy in being able to do what God was calling her to do. That's the lesson that we need to hear. And again, as I said, in her own young wisdom, she made the dangerous journey from her home in Nazareth to the hillside of Judea, probably in some caravan, but just to go and spend time with this older relative who had also had this miraculous event happen for her in her old age becomes pregnant 
with what would become John the Baptist. I always get a little uncomfortable, having never carried a child, but I, I get a little uncomfortable of the whole leaping in the womb thing. I can't imagine what that would feel like. I've, I've felt my children kick in the womb, but never leap. I can't imagine what that would have been like. But there they are, these two women, both protecting each other, both talking with each other. And here is the older Elizabeth looking at the younger Mary, saying, wow, what an honor it is to have you come and visit with me and seek my wisdom as you carry this one who is to come. But the response, the response of Mary is what is key. Dorothy and I will sing that to you. Hear these words. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit 
exalts in God my Savior, for he has looked with mercy on my lowliness, and my name shall be forever exalted. For the mighty God has done great things for me, and his spirit will reach from age to age and holy 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 is his name and The amazing thing about the stories that we hear in Scripture is who it is that God calls and the consistency in which that call happens, not to the great, not to the mighty, but to the anyone, to the everyone, to the simple 14-year-old girl, to the 91-year-old who could no longer bear children. To someone like John the Baptist, to someone like Joseph, and throughout Scripture, Old Testament and New, over and over and over again, we see story after story of the lowliest among us, those like us, of saying yes to God's call. I close with this thought, friends. Every single one of us is called. Every single one. No matter where you've come from, no matter who you are, no matter what you may believe, and maybe even in the midst of your own struggles. God is calling, as God called Mary. The bigger question is, Are you listening? Are you listening? Will you pray with me? God, help our souls magnify you. Help us know that even in the midst of our own insecurities, 
or our feelings of unworthiness that you call us nonetheless. Help us know that in the normalcy of life is when you most readily come. But like Mary, help us be open and listen at every moment of every day for your still, small voice. Guide us in this time. Open us. Bring us such joy that we can't even explain it. Deepen us as your people. All this we ask and the one who came again in the simplest of ways. Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus Christ. Amen.